Hello, everybody, and welcome to McKay's Music Corner, a musical discussion podcast that and it starts... starts right now. to another episode of McKay's Music Corner, a musical discussion podcast. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. I hope you enjoy what you hear today. I will be talking about a lot of fun things. I've got a bunch of concerts that I've attended recently that I wanted to talk about with my experience, my enjoyment, and any opinions I might have pertaining to those. And I will also be talking about Oliver Tree's second studio album, Cowboy Tears, and the song with the same name. Hopefully everybody enjoyed last week's episode. I hope you checked out some of those artists I recommended. Again, with every episode, there is a Spotify playlist curated by me with a list of songs that I felt pertinent to the week's episode and the topics discussed. Those can be found in the show notes. There is a link that you can copy and paste or hopefully click and it should take you to the public Spotify playlist with a list of those songs, so you can get an idea of what I'm talking about. So already I have attended a handful of concerts this year, and I wanted to discuss them, and I'll try to do so in chronological order, though some of those concerts did get canceled and I was unable to attend, but I will talk about that. First off, I wanted to talk about the most amazing concert I've attended this year, and possibly for my entire life. (laughs) This is a band I was so hoping to see live and perform. I unfortunately missed out on seeing them live at Kilby Court a handful of years ago, and I've always regretted it since, but they finally made a return to Utah, and that band is Muna. And I discussed Muna pretty heavily in episode 3, where they had the new single Silk Chiffon, so you can check that out as well. But yeah, Muna performed on February 17th, 2022, at the venue titled The Depot. And honestly, it was one of the best nights of my life. I was really looking forward to this. There was so much excitement, so much nervousness. With the few concerts that have been canceled this year already, I was very nervous that maybe this one wasn't going to happen, and I knew if that did occur, my heart would be broken. But luckily, everything went completely as planned, and the concert surpassed my wildest dreams and expectations. (laughs) So yeah, me and my husband showed up to the venue early to get in line. We wanted to take a picture in front of the venue. We then did have to wait quite a bit in line out in the cold until the doors opened officially but it was definitely worth it as we were probably one of the first 25 people to uh, enter the venue and get a spot on the floor so that was really amazing the depot as a venue just real quick is really good they have seating they have upstairs if for people who or maybe shorter, or just want to sit down and enjoy a drink. But they also, it's just really intimate location with a lot of space for a smaller concert. I couldn't have been happier with how the night turned out. So let me go ahead and read off the set list that they performed that night. Number one fan, Stay Away, 
crying on the bathroom floor, around you, never, navy blue, everything, winter break, taken, the new unreleased track, kind of girl, pink light, silk chiffon, I know a place, it's gonna be okay, baby. So yeah, a total of 14 tracks, a lot of variation, a good amount from their first album, a good amount from their latest release, as well as two of their new songs. And I was so happy with this set list. There were so many songs that I wanted to hear and I did get to hear. One in particular was quite the treat. Uh, Crying on the Bathroom Floor was an amazing performance. One of my favorite songs Oh my goodness, I was so happy. <laughs> I Just the whole night I was so happy. I kept looking back at Jordan and smiling uh, behind my mask, I guess. <laughs> and I was screaming in joy the whole night through. It was just something I've always looked forward to and I, I'm so glad I had the opportunity to attend it. And I'm so happy to, to see that they're actually going to be returning to that same venue again this coming October. And by then, their third self-titled album, Muna, will have been released. So there will be a lot more songs for me to memorize and fall in love with. And I just can't wait to see what the set list for that looks like and to hear what fun new sounds might, <laughs> might happen. <laughs> but yeah, this band just really means a lot to me. They're a really strong voice for the LGBT plus community. The three of them are just really cool individuals. I just love every single song they've put out, and I look forward to so much new music by them for years and years to come, and I'm glad that it looks like Utah will be a reoccurring place to visit for them. Alright, so next up is unfortunately a cancelled concert. This one was supposed to occur February 22nd, 2022. So just five days after the Muna concert, I would have attended Destroy Rebuild Until God Shows at the complex. And this would have been my first time seeing drugs perform live. What's particularly frustrating about this one is this is the second time they have canceled my VIP tickets. They announced a tour uh, sometime last year with a a VIP package included. I bought tickets to that and then they canceled because they wanted to work on their new album a bit longer. So I was already bummed from that and then apparently their tour bus broke down on their way to Utah and they just physically were unable to make any of it work that night. And it was so, it was so depressing. I was just devastated. I'm hoping that they can make it up to Utah because this is again the second time. And the new record they have announced does seem to be shaping up to be really, really good. <sighs> Alright, so the next concert I'm going to be talking about is the Oliver Tree concert at the Complex. And this took place on March 1st, 2022. So, let me read his set list. Forget It, a Getter cover. His next song, Alien Boy. When I'm down, all that, fuck, <laughs> sorry mom, uh, life goes on, and then the next song was 1993, and what's was really amazing about this is 
On the album, he has a feature with Little Ricky ZR3, and Little Ricky ZR3 actually showed up for the concert, and I was so happy. Um, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's basically a very tall alien creature that is, I guess, Oliver Tree's friend from another planet. <laughs> so the character work goes. He performs on this song, and it was it was so funny. It was such a joy to see live in concert, um, the Little Ricky character. It was quite funny. I'll play a clip of it here if I can. Ricky, you gotta speak English. These people don't understand you, bro. What's up, Coachella? Bro, I fucking told you we're not playing Coachella this year. Tonight is Salt Lake City. Come on, bro, speak some shit to these motherfuckers. My name's Little Ricky, and I came from a planet far, far away just so I could play for you stupid-ass Earthlings. Then Little Ricky performed, I guess, something off of one of his mixtapes, and Oliver Tree used that opportunity to do a costume change, and then returned to play some more songs. So I think the song that Little Ricky played was called on my blind side. And that was when things transitioned in the concert to the country cowboy segment to commemorate Oliver Tree's new album, Cowboy Tears. The next song performed and done so on a fake cow that was on stage was Cowboys Don't Cry. So Oliver Tree sat on this fake cow and sang this song and it was quite it was quite enjoyable and wacky to watch. Next up was Swing and a Miss, Freaks and Geeks, Miracle Man, Cash Machine, Doormat, Suitcase Full of Cash, Get Well Soon, Cigarettes, Let Me Down, Hurt, and then he got called back on for an encore where the band performed I'm Gone slash Alien Boy Reprise. So a total of around 20 tracks. It was really awesome. This concert was completely sold out at this specific venue and showing. Apparently they sold out pretty dang quick. So I'm glad I uh, acted fast on this. And man, you could tell it was sold out because the venue was just full. There were so many people there. Honestly, in my opinion, it kind of detracted a bit from my overall experience of the concert. And that's mainly because I wasn't able to be as close as I normally would like to be. And there were a lot of tall people that got in my way. Honestly, what I need to do one of these days is buy a big pair of three inch platform shoes or something and just wear them to every concert I go to because it really did affect it. When you can't see the artist performing and seeing their funny antics, it really can lessen the experience. That said, I it didn't ruin it for me. It just, it would have been more enjoyable to have been able to see things a bit clearer. That said, Oliver Tree was really funny with his character. The costume changes were great. The little gags on stage were quite <laughs> unexpected and hilarious. For one transition, he went into one of those wooden outhouse type things and pretended to have the squirts due to ice cream sandwiches. And he took that time to change into a different outfit. He also whipped out his gigantic wacky guitar, which he played some of his 
guitar tracks on, or pretended to, I'm not sure. And then of course my favorite part with Little Ricky, that was amazing, I'm glad I got to see Little Ricky ZR3. My favorite song, the one I was so happy to hear performed, was Hurt, and so that was the one he left out on before getting called back for an encore. I think that might be one of my favorite songs of his in general, but yeah, getting to hear that live was really awesome. And overall, it was just a really fun experience. Alrighty then, let's talk about the next concert, and this was Claude at Kilby Court, and this took place just a day later from the Oliver Tree concert on March 2nd, 2022. So yeah, already um, I was feeling very, very tired and exhausted from the concert the night before, but I was looking forward to finally seeing Claude in full. It was their first headlining tour for the Super Monster Tour. You might have remembered I did talk about their last concert where they performed alongside Bleachers. And that concert I did miss quite a few songs from because the set times and the, the venue, it just it wasn't consistent. There wasn't consistent information. And unfortunately, I missed quite a few songs. And it put quite a a wet blanket over my initial experience of that Claude concert. So I was really hoping Claude would come here again, and that they did. And they performed at Kilby Court, which is one of my favorite venues in Utah. It's very intimate space, very independent and awesome, very welcoming. The sound quality is always great. It is very squishy, so it is a more snug fit in terms of venue size. But getting to see some of your favorite bands there is quite the treat because there's just nothing like it. I was also looking forward to this because, you know, it's the headlining tour, so a lot more songs were going to be performed by Claude compared to the shorter set list time that Claude got when touring with Bleachers. Alright, so let me talk about the set list here for Claude. Overnight, Gold, Easy, Cuff Your Jeans, Pepsi, that's Mr. Bitch to you. If I were you, Jordan, go home. <laughs> Sorry, there's a there's an explanation mark. Is that what it's called? An exclamation mark at the end of that song title. So that's why I said it differently. This town, in or in between, falling with the rain, Tommy, guard down, rocks at your window, Wish You Were Gay, and what seems to be a staple of a Claude concert now is ending the concert with Soft Spot. So yeah, like I said, this is my second time seeing Claude live in concert, and this was a much, much better experience for me, since I didn't miss part of the set, and the set was a lot bigger. <laughs> That being said, I don't know if it's because the songs and style of Claude music is just more low-key, low-energy, but I do feel like Claude as a performer might come across a bit shy, or maybe not 100% confident yet performing live. And I don't mean this in a, in a detrimental way, or a, it's the nicest criticism I can, can say. You know, I don't want to step on any toes, because I love this artist, I love their music. So yeah, I don't know what it is. I think 
It could be just my preference to higher energy concerts. You know, when I compare it to Muna and there was just so much movement on stage, so much umph in the vocals and performance of the instruments. Whereas Claude's music is a lot more quieter, slower, vibey, which is great. That's, that's why I like it. But maybe concert-wise is not my preference. So it could totally be a me thing as well. But it would be cool to see maybe them step out of their comfort zone. But regardless, they did an amazing job. They performed well. The sound quality was great. The two tracks I was most excited to hear and so happy to hear were the songs If I Were You and Jordan. With the smaller set list on the last Claude concert, they weren't able to perform Jordan, and obviously that's one of me and Jordan's uh, favorite songs by Claude. Uh, so we were, f we were so happy to finally get to hear that. And If I Were You is, I think, the first song I ever heard by Claude, so I always like to hear that. It gets me nostalgic to hear the first song that introduced me to the band or artist. But yeah, chances are if Claude winds up in Utah again, I will buy tickets and, you know, see them for that tour. And unfortunately, we have another cancellation. So chronologically, the next concert I would have attended would have been Youngblood at the Complex on March 6th, 2022. Due to the weather conditions, Youngblood did put out a, a statement. They were unable to arrive to Utah. They were completely blocked off. Something about the, the highway, the entrance to Utah was completely unavailable due to weather conditions. And it genuinely seemed like Youngblood, the artist and his band were incredibly gutted to make this announcement. I know he really prides himself on not having to cancel any shows. In fact, just recently he did not cancel shows even though he had a serious back injury. And so what he did instead is he performed in a chair for a few concerts until his back was able to heal up again. It's just very admirable. I definitely feel like Youngblood genuinely cares about having to cancel. And you could also tell this by within less than a day, they were able to reschedule a show for Utah. So now for the Youngblood's Life on Mars tour, they will be coming October 4th, 2022. So I will get to still see Youngblood on that Life on Mars tour. Hopefully the set list doesn't change drastically because I would like to hear what songs were being performed. But again, I really do appreciate the rescheduling and all the energy and effort that went into making this work. All right, so today's main focus of the episode to kind of go hand in hand with the concert discussion is going to be me talking about the song Cowboy Tears by Oliver Tree and this is off of his second studio album of the same name, Cowboy Tears. The album and the song were both released on February 18th, 2022. While I really loved and enjoyed the Oliver Tree concert I attended and talked about earlier, I'm quite sad that he did not close the concert with the song Cowboy Tears. Nor did he perform it at all. The tour was called Cowboy Tears. It was the Cowboy Tears tour. And I get that that is the title of the album, but you think he would have played the song that the album and the tour are named after. And that, this is just a minor thing. Like, I just love this song so much, so that's why I'm so vocal about it. 
When I heard the song Cowboy Tears on my first listen through of Oliver Tree's new album, I instantly connected with it. It almost felt like the song was for me, like a friend telling me everything was going to be okay. I know that might sound cheesy, and it is, but it just really stuck with me. It's the closing track of the album, and I think it is a terrific closer. The lyrics definitely act in that way, like the comforting words from a friend. They're really reassuring. So the first thing he says in the song is, Please don't run. Don't give up. You're not alone, but I can't help you. These are the first words in the song, and they are very powerful in my opinion. To me, it feels like the singer is giving an exhausted plea of sorts. He's tired from the stress or the weight of things, but still wanting to offer encouragement and hope to the listener or the person he's singing to. But at the same time of offering hope, he also delivers this brutal honesty which can be heard in the line, you're not alone, but I can't help you. I don't know why this uh, sticks with me so much, but it gives, it gives this comfort of, like, you're not alone, there are more people struggling just like you, or, you know, there are people to support you. But at the same time, what it ultimately comes down to is that person being the help that they need. You have to help yourself. And sometimes that is the hardest realization to take. But it's, it's good advice, in my opinion. There's a sad tone to this song that I really like, and it's really reinforced by the somber-sounding and these are <laughs> these are some vocals that come in at the beginning of the song, the end of the song, and after the chorus. Man, I would have loved to hear this live. I probably would have cried. <laughs> um, the song just means that much to me. And it seems like it means a lot to the artist as well. So let's talk about the lyrics some more. Please don't stop. It happens a lot. You're not alone, but I can't help you. And this is the line that follows the one I read earlier for the first verse. The happens a lot part is very relatable because when I'm, when I'm struggling pretty hard with my anxiety or my depression, it does happen a lot. It's a frequent thing that I'm gonna keep facing. But just kind of being told that, it's, I don't know, it's profound, it's, uh, it's encouraging, it's, it's a little sad, just all mixed together. And, you know, the lyrics themselves aren't anything too complex, but they don't need to be. Oliver Tree is able to get the message across to the listener, and I think this song could provide a lot of comfort to anyone. So, based on the research I've done for this song, it is written specifically about suicide. And I should state, this is not something I struggle with, so please don't, this isn't a red flag or anything. But with the anxiety I deal with, you know, it's quite challenging, and I think this song can provide comfort to anyone, you know, who's struggling in any shape or form. It doesn't have to be the most drastic of situations. And the comforting part of the song and the authenticity and earnestness in the, in the vocals are what made the song stand out to me so much. While this song and a lot of the album deals with a breakup, it also tackles ideas of crying, being allowed to show your emotions. The main idea of this album is even cowboys, you know, the toughest of outlaws, the epitome of masculinity and whatnot, 
Even cowboys can cry. And there's a silliness to it, but a, you know, an important truth as well. And that brings us to the chorus of the song itself, where he says, Cowboy tears, it's okay to cry. Cowboy tears, raindrops from the sky, and so on. These lines tie together with the album, and like I said, there is a silliness to the concept of the record and his character of being a cowboy that's quite emotional. I do think it is important to the artist. And this idea is something that's repeated throughout the album, like in the song Cowboys Don't Cry, where it asks, Who said cowboys don't cry? Or again in the song Playing With Fire, where it says, What a life I live, my cowboy tears blowing in the wind. And even in the concert I attended, Oliver Tree spoke up and he talked about how it was okay to cry and it was important not to let emotions build up until they just explode. So you can tell he's pretty genuine about what he's saying. And then we get to verse 2, and I really like verse 2. I love how it parallels with the first verse. In the first verse, the singer states, You're not alone, but I can't help you. And then here in the second verse, he says, Even if you're alone, you can help yourself. So the verse says this, Stick around, ask for help. Even if you're alone, you can help yourself. Stick it out. Don't give up now. Even if you're alone, you can help yourself. This song is Oliver's words to a person who is contemplating taking their life. And these lyrics are encouragement and reassurance. To stick it out, hang in there, you're not alone, all those types of things. And like I said, in the vocals you can feel this tiredness. So desperately you want to help this person get out of this situation they're in, but ultimately it's in that person's hands, and it can be such a challenging and frightening ordeal to go through. Lyrically, there's just a lot to like about this song for me, even if the lyrics are somewhat simple and, you know, on the nose. I don't think every song has to be this elaborate metaphor or poetry. Sometimes the emotion that comes through in the work itself is what really ties it all together, and I think that's what is accomplished here. Oliver Tree tackles a tough topic, one that is very rampant in the world, and you can tell it's very relevant to him, and he made an enjoyable sounding and hopeful track to close up this album. And like I said, you can hear it in his voice on this song. Maybe more so than any of his other songs on his new record, you can feel that the words he's singing mean a great deal to him. From what I read online, it looks like a partner of Oliver Tree's did attempt suicide and struggled with that. And so that's how this song came to be. That's the lyrical discussion of the song Cowboy Tears on the album Cowboy Tears by Oliver Tree. I also really quite enjoy the guitar on that track. I think it's very good. And I, I really enjoyed this new record. It was definitely, to me, it seemed like a change, a risk even, but it was a, it was a fun time. I've, I've listened to it several times. I'll probably continue to listen to the album a few more times. I don't know if I could say it's better than or as good as his album Ugly is Beautiful, but I really enjoyed Oliver taking on the cowboy persona, and I found it all to be quite funny. But yeah, I just wanted to talk about that song in particular one of the new releases in the past month or so. All right, well, thank you everyone so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed something from this episode. If you have any different opinions or thoughts, 
feel free to share them on my um, Instagram page, McKay's Music Corner, or leave a review on iTunes or wherever the other places to leave reviews are. All right, well, that'll do it for today's episode. This is McKay's Music Corner, signing off.